So Australia is apparently the lucky country, as we've heard many times, no doubt. And there are many reasons why we might be branded in this way. Our, our land is not only beautifully diverse and often breathtaking, but uh, it's also land which is fertile, very productive land we have here in Australia. And our governance and, and our, our social support systems, especially when you compare them to many nations around the world, are very strong, very blessed in that regard. Our economy seems to be able to withstand all the storms that comes against it. We're pretty stable. We're, we're pretty secure in many ways. And, of course, the list goes on. Many qualities uh, that I could highlight. But despite all this, what we also know is that many people who live in this lucky country don't feel so lucky at all. We know that many are living very unhappy lives despite having all this. Many are even miserable. Even with all of our wealth and our support systems, there are many who experience deep insecurity, who are living without peace, without any sense of true, lasting joy. Mother Teresa picked this up huh, when she visited many years ago. She supposedly said that uh, Australia was one of the poorest nations she'd visited. Uh, of course, she wasn't talking about economic poverty, right, but, but spiritual poverty. She'd noticed that uh, as a nation, we were lacking many of the qualities that make a nation truly rich, truly secure, truly happy. That's the theme that's, that's coming through our readings today. Uh, what are the building blocks of a flourishing nation? or community, or relationship? What is it that makes us truly rich, truly happy? God, in the first reading through the prophet Isaiah, he's looking forward to a time when the nation of Israel, his people, will once again flourish, when they'll be prosperous, when they'll know true peace. He says, uh, then shall the wilderness be fertile land, and the fertile land will become like a forest. You know, you go from this dry, arid uh, desert to this fertile forest, right? And then do you notice that God doesn't say, well, this will happen when you get a really good government in place, <laughs> when, you, when your businesses are restored and you, your economic prosperity returns to your nation. You notice that, that God doesn't say that. But he goes on to say, integrity will bring you peace. Justice will give you lasting security. So the true flourishing that God invites us into and promises us is a result of not what we have, not our temporary security, which we have plenty of here in our nation, but it comes as a result of how we live in relationship with one another. It's a result of who we become, not what we have, right? Jesus echoes the same sentiment in the gospel today. He says, don't focus your heart on earthly securities, on the pleasures that are passing, on what you eat and what you wear and what you accumulate. No, Jesus says, 
set your hearts on God's kingdom and everything else you need will be given to you. You see, the relationship, the family, the community, the nation that truly flourishes, that truly prospers, is the one that is built upon the values of heaven. That's, that's the point that Jesus is making. On justice, mercy, faithfulness, respect, care, generosity. These are the assets that make us truly secure, truly rich, truly happy. And the good news is that we don't need to make these happen. They're, they're God's gift to us. And that's how the reading from the prophet Isaiah starts. The prophet says, once more, there will be poured on us the spirit from above. That, that, you know, heaven comes to meet us. The spirit of God puts, puts the values of heaven into our hearts, into our minds. Love and justice and peace and, 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 and integrity and, and everything that, that makes us truly rich and happy is first and foremost God's gift to us, given to us through the Spirit. But then, of course, it's our job to embody those values, to live them out. And that's our response, right, to God's love, to God's initiative. St. Paul gives us a bit of a summary of what that looks like today. In the second reading, he says, Don't let your love be a pretense, but sincerely prefer good to evil. Love each other as much as brothers and sisters should. Have a profound respect for one another. Work for the Lord with untiring effort. Do not give up if trials come. Keep on praying. If any saints among you is in need, share with them. You should make hospitality your special care. I just want to encourage you perhaps to just to sit with that second reading today, just as a way of, of perhaps recognising how on this day as we celebrate our nation, as we pray for our nation, uh, we can contribute our bit to um, restoring and healing our nation. Yes, it's God's gift to us, but we need to embody that gift. We need to respond to it. So we might just sit with this uh, short reading and just ask the Lord just to point to us just one way, one quality that we can foster in our own lives. You see, it's true justice and true peace and true prosperity. It won't come by, you know, just waiting for the government to make the right decisions. It starts with us, right? As I think Gandhi, was it Gandhi who said... Be the change that you want to see in the world. So let's pray for that grace today, that we would, uh, as people of God, it's our responsibility first and foremost to, to, to be that change, to be justice, to be mercy, to be the love that will build our nation and make us truly prosper.